Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you from the Temporary Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And we're one step closer to finalizing the new um, Drunk Gossip Studio, so yay! Um, it'll um, the, the official official launch of the new studios will probably be sometime in July, um, for various reasons, but mostly um, I'm going to be... Uh, out of out of the city for a couple of weeks um, at the end of this month and into July. So I figure that little vacation will be a nice little bookend. Um, and, you know, it kind of builds up to something better. Um, but yes, so um, we have that to look forward to. We also have um, some really cool stuff me and Will are working on with the vlogs, and, um, we're going to be launching a website, um, and if you want, go support us on the Patreon, um, patreon.com slash author Ed Anderson. All right, now that that's all out of the way, how do you know Madonna has new music coming out? Because she will spill her guts on any and everything. And y'all know I love me some Madonna, alright? I would lose my gay card if I didn't. But every time she has a new CD out, she's inserting herself into the narrative of whatever is happening. Um, This time... She was profiled in the New York Times, and uh, apparently she told the writer that when music from Rebel Heart leaked, she felt like she had been raped. I I think that's a really poor analogy, um, especially given that later on... um, she talks about how she was actually sexually harassed by Harvey Weinstein. But, you know, we all, we all misfire sometimes. And there's, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with that. But now she's doubling down. She says, to say I was disappointed in the article would be an understatement, it seems. You can't... You can't fix society and its endless need to diminish, disparage, or degrade that which they know is good. Especially strong, independent women. The journalist who wrote this article spent days and hours and months with me and was invited into a world which many people don't get to see, but chose to focus on a trivial and superficial matter such as the ethnicity ethnicity, I can't speak, of my stand-in or the fabric of my curtains and never any comments about my age, which would never have been mentioned had I been a man. Women have a really hard time being the champions of other women if they are posing as intellectual feminists. I'm sorry I spent five minutes with her. So I've actually read the piece, and it's, I mean, it is um, largely what she said, but there are some really good 
um, points that the author makes. Um, and like I said, Madonna actually talks about how for Truth or Dare, Harvey Weinstein came on to her and made her feel very uncomfortable. Um, and she says that everybody knew, but nobody spoke up because he had that much power and influence. And if you wanted to work again, you just didn't say anything. Um, do I find that to be a piss poor excuse? Yes. But I also can kind of see where maybe that's not um, the most horrible thing in the world. You know, it's not as if. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this. It, it, she's not doing the Meryl Streep, I had no idea. She's saying, yeah, I knew. But I wanted to keep working. And while I think that's still a little um, sad and a little um, selfish, at least she's owning it and not blaming others or pretending not to have known. Because the truth is, we all, we all knew. Um, you know, maybe some of us didn't witness it the way she did. And maybe some of us didn't... Um, we weren't privy to some of the things that, you know, the actresses and, and whatnot were. But we all heard the stories. We all heard the gossip. And frankly, I think that's enough. And speaking of enough, I think we've talked enough about this topic. So I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And this would have made a really good musical episode if I planned, but you know, I don't plan. Um, so that's, it is what it is. Um, but so in the, we've all had moments with our work where we were really proud of it. We were really happy, but for whatever reason, someone won the award or someone got a better bonus or got a better raise or debuted atop the Billboard uh, Hot 100 Albums charts. Um, such is the case with Tyler, the Creator, and DJ Khaled. So, Tyler claimed the number one spot um, with Igor. And DJ Khaled had to settle for debuting at number two with Father of Ashmed. And this was a big to-do for him. He was pissed with a capital douchebag. So here's what happened. And the insider says that I lost you. Oh, no, okay. And the insider says... um, He stormed into Epic with an entourage... He was angry and yelling. He threw a temper tantrum. And he allegedly screamed, number two won't do for Khaled. Um, And then the source says, he was not happy when the album didn't debut at number one. Not happy at all. Another source says, he was furious. There was some nasty stuff said. Publicly, he's all about positivity, but there is a mean side to him that people don't see. 
He overhyped the record and blew it as his biggest album ever. Um, what he's blaming is, um, basically he's saying, hey, you know, we had all these bundle sales and whatever, and if those had been included, we would have debuted at number one, and, you know, this is my... Um, and he's kind of right. Last year, a similar controversy erupted with Nicki Minaj and um, Tyga from um, the Kardashians. Uh, he was bundling everything. Um, he was selling a lot of stuff with um, his, I think his now former girlfriend, Kendall Jenner's makeup line. And so he beat out Nicki Minaj for, no, for the number one spot. And Nikki said, hey, uh-uh, no, this is not right, this is not fair, whatever, whatever. And she was absolutely correct, 100% all the way correct. And, you know, they started, they started talking about how um, Billboard needed to look into this. Now, I'm not saying that the, this situation is the same thing because I don't know how um, Tyler, the creator, got to number one. It seems like he did so um, the honest way. Um, and he really just did be colliding. Collide needs to deal with it. And so here's a fun fact. I've never heard a DJ Collide song until he performed on Saturday Night Live. And it seems... And, it, and there's, there's a big contingency of um, people who agree with me. All he does is scream DJ Khaled like, throughout the course. That's not music. I'm sorry. You know, people might get mad at me. People might call me names or whatever. But here's the thing. If you want to make, if you want to be a, in the music industry, do something more than screaming your name. Um, you know, Jason Derulo does the same thing, but at least there are actual lyrics afterwards, and he can sing. DJ Khaled just screams his own name, and I wonder if that's what sex with him is like. Like, does when he has to lay down in bed with his his wife, does he just scream DJ Khaled? While he doesn't eat her out? Is he too busy screaming his name and that's why he can't give her some oral satisfaction? Because that's even worse than what I was imagining. And I am, I am promising you this right now. When Mandy listens to this, I am going to get angry text for putting that image in people's minds. Um... So if you're angry about that image, leave me a um, voice message on Anchor and, and really let me have it. And I will actually play those voice messages in this um, upcoming segment. But for right now, I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. And after I brought you that horrible image of DJ Khaled, um, I have to bring you more bad news. Um, country singer Granger Smith um, shared the news on social media that his youngest son, River, has passed away following a tragic accident. 
River was only three years old. Um, Granger said, despite doctor's best efforts, he was unable to be revived. Amber and I made the decision to say our last goodbyes and donate his organs so that other children will be given a second chance at life. Our family is devastated and heartbroken, but we take solace in knowing he is with his heavenly father. You know, and this is really heavy stuff. Um, I, I, I'm not a parent. I don't know what it's like. Um, but someone very close to me does, and I've watched the devastation um, and how it's, it's changed her. You know, and people always say, oh, how can I help? What can I do? But I found that the best thing to do is just let them talk. If they want to talk about their child, let them talk about their child. If they want to cry or be sad, let them feel their emotions. As a society, we're so wrapped up in, oh, put a smile on your face or, you know, the grief will go away. No, it won't. Grief never goes away for a person that you love. It changes form. It, it evolves into something else. But it never fully goes away. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic or anything of that sort. I'm just trying to relay a truth. And, you know, and, and the truth of that matter is... You, it, the loss of anyone you love is going to sting and it's going to hurt and it's going to be horrible. The death of a child it is beyond comprehension. Uh, there's an old, old saying that a parent should never have to bury their child. And in life... You know, you never know what's going to happen. But I think that's actually, you know, I'm hoping that a lot of parents never have to deal with that. You know, as I said, with, with, with my friend, she did. And yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I made the mistake of trying to be positive and trying to give her false hope. And that was, as I've learned and, and grown, I, you know, obviously wasn't done with malicious intent or anything, but it wasn't helping the way I thought it was helping. Um, but back to Granger Smith, he says, Um, Riv was special. Everyone that met him knew that immediately. The joy he brought to our lives cannot be expressed. And his light will be forever in our hearts. And he finished by saying, If there are words to say more, I cannot find them in this moment. Love the ones close to you. There has never been a more difficult moment for us than this. And Granger Smith's wife, Amber, said, Nothing can prepare a mother to deliver this kind of news.
And, um, and then Granger Smith finished his post by saying, the doctors, nurses, and staff at Dell's Medical Center in, have been incredible. And, again, I mean, just... Again, I, I don't have kids at this point in my life, but I'm devastated just talking about this. So if I have secondhand grief, I can't imagine what what these these guys have. So let's all send them our prayers and just really try to be nicer to one another today instead of resorting to the negativity. I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. Okay, so after um, putting the nasty image of DJ Collette in your head and then the sad news about Granger Smith's son, I kind of, I, I scrapped my next, the original um, segment I had planned for this and I'm going to do something off the cuff. Or, you know, as Will says, a usual episode. Um, so, we haven't done a dating segment in a while, and I thought, why not? But there's, this one's going to have a little bit of a twist. So, y'all know I've been talking about the guy I like a lot. Um, and things are progressing quite nicely. And... It seems like we're on the cusp of something. What y'all may not know about me is I'm scared of change. I will kick and scream and fight and do everything in my power to delay or stop anything in my life from changing. Um, The last big change I made was moving to New York City. Um, After that, um, when I broke up with Stalker, uh, I ended up having to move apartments. But I, literally, and this is the, uh, the amount of change that I'm comfortable with, I moved three blocks. I'm literally on the same floor um, that I was in in the first apartment when I moved here. And I, I had two apartments and my body reacted so badly to moving that I lost um, the chance for both apartments. Um, and that, you know, that's just, whenever change is talked about or happens, I get so scared and so, um, and so, um, but this time, you know, change is happening and, and it's happening at a pace that I'm okay with. So, but I also really like to have my tarot read. Um, a lot of times I'll just read my own tarot because I'm, I'm pretty good at it and I like the longer reads. And I'm not going to pay someone 90 or or $100 to do a tarot, tarot read for me when I can do it myself. I don't always suggest it because sometimes... Um, your cards will pick up your energy or pick up what you're thinking and um, and just say whatever um, 
But I've, there's also an app called Tarot Plus um, that you can download, and I've used that quite a bit recently as well. Um, but I, I, this time I actually had someone read my tarot for me. And this person knew nothing about me and knew nothing about the guy I like. So I'm going to go over my reading a little bit with you. And this is some Miss Cleo bullshit here, okay? And I shouldn't say bullshit because literally she has, she has been so spot on. So, and I, needed to, I also need to put this disclaimer in there. I had another reading um, done back in October. And before that, I, um, the last one I had done was last year. Um, but with all those disclaimers out of the way, let's get, let's get to the point here. In the, the one last year, or early last year, I was told that the guy I'm going to marry was close to me, but I just didn't know it yet. The one in October told me um, that I was coming to a fork in a road, but the choice had already been made. Um, and I was following a path that I needed to be on, even if I didn't want to be on it, or even if I thought it wasn't the right path, or whatever way I tried to get out of it. I was already on that path. It wasn't changing. And then, um, and also with the October reading, the, the guy was in my life basically seeing one another and we we're going to get married. Now, with that reading, I didn't put much stock into it because my friend also got a, a reading and was told she was suicidal because she had green hair. And I was like, what? Not saying that she was wrong. You know, my friend actually did have suicidal thoughts in the past, but uh, it, was, it was such a straw man's argument that because my friend had green hair, she had to be suicidal. And then my friend Taisha passed away, um, which was one of the predictions that was made. Um, and I... That was just devastating. Um, but, in Mandy was here for this. Um, right after Ty died, I was asked on what was our, our first date with the guy I liked. And I, I, just for the record, I give some details about him because I don't want everyone to know. I don't want everyone up in my business. I'm, I'm sharing what I'm comfortable sharing. So, um, 
with this current reading, I was kind of up in my feelings about something, and I don't, I really don't remember what, I think I was just having a really bad anxiety day. And I was, you know, nitpicking every single thing that he does. And let me tell you, he's very, 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 very cute, very generous, very adorable. <laughs> I, I know I sound like a gushing husband because apparently I'm going to be. According to this tarot, um, he has already made that decision. Um, and he already considers me to be the one that he wants to spend the rest of his life with. And it's just a matter of um, waiting for me to to be okay with the change. With the, being okay with the change in our relationship, which I am. Um, in fact, um, most of the people in my life know how I feel. And... I, you know, I've made it a very big point to be a lot better and a lot more open about um, my feelings. And so, you know, after all these years, I feel like now is the time for change. And that's why I'm really okay, like, with, with changing the Drunk Gossip Studios. I'm actually very okay with that. I feel much, much better doing that um, than I think I normally would. And most, mostly it's because um, with Dave and Mandy and everyone else, including the guy I like, um, I feel very anchored right now. And eventually I'm going to get to recording the segment I scrapped because it was very Oprah-esque. Maybe I'll do that on Monday. Oh, no. I'll tell you in the next segment. I have to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, true love has died. And apparently y'all are just going to have to hang all of your hope on me and the guy I like because Bradley Cooper and I, Irina Shark have broken up. Um, now, this is not a complete surprise. If you read the gossip blogs, as I do, you know that they have been hanging by a thread um, for a very long time. And in fact, um, Blind Gossip had some items up Stating that they were only going to be together um, through the Oscar, through his Oscar campaign, and most believed um, that they would break up right after, right after the Oscars. I think that would have been a little bit too obvious, and um, I don't know. It, I think it would have left a bad taste in people's mouth. So, everyone had always said it was going to be a few months after. And about three, four months after the Oscars, um, we got the breakup announcement. Now, they'd been miserable for a long time. Um, 
in the Time Warner building here in New York in Columbus Circle, they had dinner at Masa, and they weren't even looking at one another. They were texting, and um, sources said they barely even talked. And they certainly did not seem like a couple. Now, when I'm out with somebody, whether I'm... Whether I'm just talking to them or, you know, you know, if we're friends or we're, we're dating or whatever, I want to I wanna see them, I want to talk to them. And the fact that they weren't talking seems to be a bit odd to me. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, if you're that unhappy, why are you trying to stay in the relationship? Like, there's literally no point in it. Um, if, if you're staying in a relationship for a kid or something, don't do it. Because you're not helping the kid. And Sosa said that Bradley and Irina were, had been barely hanging on for a while now. And they were both very, quote-unquote, miserable. And again, I just have to ask, you know, if you're so miserable, if you're so unhappy, why stay? There doesn't seem to be any logic to that. Um, if, If things are that bad... Um, in the relationship that you are showing signs of being unhappy I would I would venture a guess that it's not going to get better I would venture a guess that I would venture a guess that um Sorry, I I just started mumbling for some reason. Um, I would venture a guess that at some point you're going to want to look into what's driving you. And if it's what's driving you is just the need to be with somebody, that's not a good reason to save a relationship. But in Brad and Irina's case... And you knew I was going to double back here. Um, just being with somebody is not the reason why they were together. Dun dun dun. Um, I know. I I hear y'all gasping. Allegedly, this was a contract relationship, meaning um, that Irina was paid to be his Bradley's girlfriend. Now. You're probably asking yourself, why? And the answer honestly seems to be... um, uh, The answer honestly seems to be very much self-explanatory. The gay rumors around Bradley Cooper have always been there. and They're not going to go away anytime soon. And I think with his relationship with Irina, 
they were hoping that they would. Um, but, you know, uh, here's what a source told peop- uh, the sun. Uh, things are going off between Bradley and Irina in a big way. They haven't been good for a few months, and Irina decided it would be best if she moved into her own place. It's not looking like there's much long left for the two of them together. Um, of course, that report was posted just before the big news that the that they had decided to actually take a break. They haven't been living together in months. Um, and if you believe N.T. Lawyer from Crazy Days and Nights, Irina is a yachter, a.k.a. a, a hooker. And she wanted, this, uh, according to N.T. Lawyer, this is her busy time of year, and she was going to um, try to make the most of it and make as much money as possible. And Bradley, for his part, seems to be playing... Um, the I'm in love with Gaga game. I don't know, again, I don't know what he gets out of that, if anything. But he definitely seems to like the attention that Gaga brings him. And I think he also likes the fact that she doesn't demand anything from him. Um, They both have very busy careers. And I'm going to venture a guess that that is something that is very important to him. Um, I, and that sounds like sarcasm, but it's not. I, I actually do think that her career being so hot um, is important to him. I think when he met Irina, she was a very in-demand model. And then things started to off career-wise um, the longer she was with Bradley. Again, unless you believe that she's a yachter. And you know, that led to some I think disappointment from Bradley Cooper. Because he seems to like his women ambitious and successful. And if, if you're not one and you're not the other, then what are you good for? And if he is gay, a successful woman um, means she's working a lot and is away so he can spend time with his boyfriend, which I think is what he really wants. And what I really want is to say thank you guys so much for listening as always. I'm off this weekend. We have a weekend of blind items. Um... Tomorrow is, I believe, our regular blind items. And then Sunday is Crazy Days and Nights. It might be mixed up. I, you know. Um, But in any case, have a great weekend. I will miss you guys until Monday. But until then, cheers. Hey, I forgot one more thing. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that on Monday... Will will be joining me, and we're going to be covering all things Trump and England. Um, so make sure to stay tuned for that. I know how much you guys love his segments. 
so I'm trying to get him to do some more. Um, and he, he he's itching to do a bit on this. And I'm sure he's going to tell this very funny story about how I completely messed up what he had plan- what he had been wanting to do. Um, it's a very Ed thing that I did, by the way. And that cackling you hear is Mandy, because she, even though she doesn't know the story yet, she knows. <laughs> um, in any case, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I wouldn't be here without you. And until next time, cheers.